Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today our special guest is the global senior pastor of the King's Cathedral and Chapel, Dr. James Morocco. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo de la Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker, yes, and welcome everyone to Grace Street. Yes. And uh, we're so happy to have uh, Dr. James Morocco, and his wife is the pastor too, their co-pastor all over America, really. Colleen. Uh, Colleen Morocco. They're the global and senior pastors of King's Cathedrals and chapels, and one of their churches in Maui has burnt in that recent fire, and so he's coming to us live from Hawaii today, and he was he's served in Hawaii for 43 years, wow. I understand, and he is the head of 685 King Chapel churches wow. around the world. Wow. Amazing. In fact, Ricky, you attended one of his churches up in Alaska. That's right, in Eagle River, Alaska. When I was stationed in the military up there, I went to the King's Cathedral and Chapel in Eagle River, Alaska. Wow. And there's a King's Chapel right here in Branson. There's one right here in Branson, Missouri as well. That's right. Wow. That's right. He, his DNA is really all over the world with the King's Cathedral <laughs> and Chapel. It's Amen. a blessing. Every church I've been to has been just as consistent, too. They are true lovers of the gospel and true lovers of people. Amazing. Dr. Morocco, one of the... 685 King's Cathedral churches that you oversee burnt in Maui. What can you tell me about that today? Well, of course, the cathedral's on Maui, but we have extension churches throughout Maui, and our extension church in Lahaina, where the fire just devastated the whole city. The church burned. Many people lost their homes, their businesses. Um, it was, in, in fact... Uh, it's fascinating that uh, my pastor, the site pastor that was there, him and his family were, were saved from the fire only because they said, Holy Spirit, show us how to get out of here. And as they were leaving, uh, they felt impressed, turn left. They turned left, and they were able to get out. If they hadn't turned left, they would have been, they would have died along with so many others. And we have no idea how many have died. There's about 1,000 people that are still unaccounted for. They found about a little over a hundred bodies now, but it's it's been it's a devastating thing. Oh, wow! You have a home uh, there in Hawaii, right? You've lived there for years. Well, I've lived in Hawaii for forty-seven years. Lived on Maui forty-three. We came here when I was young. <laughs> I was thirty years old when we came. I'm no longer that age, but uh, we came uh, at uh, to a small little church, about a hundred people. And uh, God spoke to us to come to Maui. He gave me a vision that he was going to build a massive church. And uh, it was an amazing thing that God did. Within a year and a half, the church had grown from 100 to 1,000, became one of the fastest-growing churches in America that year. And we took over the largest uh, facility on the island, a skating rink, and later built the cathedral, which is the largest church building in the state on the most prestigious corner of all of Maui. You can't come to Maui without passing the church. So it's been a marvelous, marvelous gift that God has done. 
but then what happened in 83, I'd been pastoring for about two and a half years. God spoke to me and he said something very unusual. He said, just as the mayor is the mayor of three islands, Maui County consists of Maui, Molokai, and Lanai. That time, Maui had about 60,000. Molokai had 6,000. And Lanai had about uh, 2,100 people. He said, just as the mayor is the mayor of three islands, I want you to pastor three islands. Well, I had no idea that was what God wanted me to do until he spoke to me. So I would leave the church Sunday afternoon, uh, right after the second morning service, out of the skating rink. I'd run, catch a little airplane, fly to Molokai, preach there Sunday afternoon, then fly back for the Sunday evening service on Maui. Did that for a whole year. Now, today on Molokai, we have three marvelous congregations, and then we did the same for Lanai, and uh, I thought I was done. And then God said, start extensions on Maui. And when we moved into the cathedral in 1994, we were one church in seven locations. Well, that began the process of God doing something great here. In 95, we had a powerful move of God. Uh, the tangible presence of the Lord filled the sanctuary. And um, a massive work of God began. He, he spoke to me. He said, look, he said, put the work of the Spirit in everything you're doing. And it was a miracle what began to happen. We opened churches then in Tahiti, Japan, Philippines, uh, Alaska. Things just began to explode. And today, we're where we're at. In 2020, God gave us the vision of being 1,200 congregations ministering to 120,000 people by the end of 2025. So we're moving very rapidly right now. We're asking God to do a miracle. Tomorrow morning, I fly to the Philippines. We have over 200 churches there. We're doing a conference there and then doing a conference for a friend of mine who has one of the largest churches in the nation. And so God has been very kind to me. And this fire was a uh, it's it's kind of, how can I say it, an attempt, I think, by the enemy to destroy what God is doing on Maui and what he wants to continue to do. But God is going to turn it for good. There, God's going to do some great things here on this island. I believe the prayers of God's people are being focused on Maui at this very, very time. And I believe God's going to move in power. I just believe that that's going to happen. So I'm uh, we're we're asking God to use us. We've got volunteers that are volunteering night and day. We've got nurses that have come to the island. They're helping. We've got groups that have come, like City Serve, like Convoy of Hope, and and chefs. Uh, we have this Mercy Chefs and so many other groups that have come. They're helping us, and people are giving all from all over the world. It's amazing what God's doing. Wow. Do you plan to rebuild the church? In Lahaina, yes, we will. In fact, um, our first goal, uh, as soon as they allow us into the city, now we, we've been able to um, um, try to help, but right now Lahaina's closed off. Uh, you know, they're still finding bodies, so it's a little difficult to have people start coming in. But uh, our church was burned to the ground. It was a beautiful facility. And um, it was a, and we had about, they had two services Sunday morning and a service on Thursday nights, running between two or 300 people. It was a, it was a wonderful facility, a wonderful group of people. And uh, we, our plan right now is as soon as they let us in, we're going to clean off the land, probably put up a tent, um, make it a, uh, uh, a place where we can start distributing food and things from there 
as well as have service under a temporary shelter, and then we'll we'll just rebuild. But um, yeah, it's <laughs> our people there in Lahaina. One of the things I'm so thankful for. Many of them have lost everything. I mean, they lost their homes. They lost their business. They come over to the cathedral. They're serving other people in the midst of their own pain. And I, uh, it's, it's overwhelming. It's hard at times not to stop. It's hard at times to stop crying because you just realize the incredible amount of people that God is using, people that are hurting, and yet they serve. So it's amazing. People hurting, and yet they're serving. Yeah. That's Are you able, is the pastor there of the church? What? Who is the pastor of that church? There's a, you have, uh, his name is uh, Cowie, and uh, he, um, him and his wife, uh, they, I, we're, we, we're, we're, we're beginning to attempt to do something that will help on the long term. You know, we're going to be here till Jesus comes, so this is not fly-by-night thing where you just, you know, throw a little bit of money into something and, and then you're, you're gone. And we're here. And almost one out of two people on this island have come to some event King's Cathedral has done. So it's not like uh, we don't know people. We do, and we love people. And so what we're hoping to do is to facilitate uh, temporary shelters. We have a social service arm that's an auxiliary a uh, corporation called Family Life Center, which is a tremendous uh, arm of service to this community. And we bought a 10-acre piece of property a couple years ago across from the cathedral. Our hope is to build a larger facility there. But in the meantime, uh, for at least the next two years, we're going to be putting up temporary homes there. Family Life Center is raising money for that purpose. And uh, we're donating the land for a dollar a year lease for the next two years. They're going to be building. Uh, what they're going to do is we've already got four major trailers. You were asking about uh, uh, Pastor Cowie and his family. And we're hoping to be able to move into one of those trailers right now. And other families that are needing help that are part of our church. And then, of course, opening it to the community as well. But it's going to take a little time to get everything organized. We're hoping to put in quite a few of the uh, temporary shelters. These, this is not a, it's this is not something that can just go away. Uh, when everybody else is gone, we're here, and um, that's we're looking at it for the long haul, not just rebuilding the chapel, but rebuilding people's lives. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Amen. That's excellent. You said, uh, in the terms of recovery, you barely scratched the surface so far. How long do you oh, think yeah. it's going to take to to recover so you can get to some normal living? Well, you know, I was talking to Jesse Duplantis the other day. Jesse is a good friend of our church and love him. He said when the hurricane hit New Orleans, it took about three years or so to kind of start getting back to some kind of normalcy. It's um, it's not a simple task to rebuild here in Hawaii. We're hoping that the governor and the mayors will um, be able to bypass some, some kinds of things that take a long, long time in order to be able to um, build. So we're praying that it'll be able to get started quickly, but we're looking at 
tremendous devastation. Do you, was, have, uh, do you have any idea how many of your church members that you contacted so far, how many that, that you know have survived? Well, we've only, as far as we know, we've lost, well, put it this way, we've not been able to contact uh, about three or four people. Um, I think uh, they're probably uh, gone, but uh, because, but the communication ability is, is broken at this time, hasn't been restored. So it's difficult to know. We, we grieve. We have... Uh, we have members of our church who had family there. They weren't attending our church, but they they had family. Uh, one couple, one family in our church, their uncle and cousins were all were burned to death in a car. Uh, different things like that. It's it's been a, it's been and just even in the first week, which is really we've only been one week into this or so. Week and a half, we. Um, there's been some wonderful things that God has done in spite of the tragedy. Let me tell you one story. We had a one of the one of the families that the tourist families that were here on Maui. Remember when this thing happened, uh, the government had them all leave their hotels and put into a shelter. So we had a Muslim family that came to our church, and he said, "My religion doesn't do this. We love what you are doing here. We we want to love your God and give." toward this ministry when we return home. We thought, well, that, that, that's part of the love of God, reaching out to people. We had uh, local families from Lahaina that stayed with us, and they didn't even want to go to the hotel when the governor opened the hotels for the displaced fa families. They wanted to stay at the church, and we've been able to minister to over a 1,000 people by giving shelter and, and clothes and supplies. We fed over 3,500 people, and on and on and on that it goes on. And that's only in the first week. So it's a big deal. God's doing some one of the interesting things is we have uh we received thank you notes from people that were here and they were on they were from the mainland and they were dropped off at the airport because they had to leave, but they didn't have flights. So they were put in our shelter and they um they were so overwhelmed by the generosity of the people here that uh, they just uh, couldn't say enough. We're, we're just thankful we're here. We're thankful we can be God's hand extended in the midst of this crisis. Yeah. Some of the stories we hear about are the difficulty of distributing food there. Has, well, how has it's, God given you favor, I understand, in, in helping with the food? Well, we, we, have, we have plenty of the resources at this time. Because, well, they're coming. I mean, um, City Service sending over 2,500 2, meals, uh, 25,000 meals, 250,000 meals. Uh, there's uh, meals that uh, you can put hot water and do that. We have Convoy of Hope that's bringing stuff. The biggest dilemma right now is trying to get warehouse space so that we can store everything. We've poured a lot of things into our facility uh, we had to suspend our children youth ministry for this first week because we had every area of our church being used to help uh, the, the the crisis during this time of crisis. But now that the governor's opened up the hotels, we don't have people necessarily staying with us. We we transported over 250, 300 people to hotels just the other day. 
So um, we're thankful that the governor has proclaimed that in helping, but that's only going to be for a certain period of time. So we have to move forward in trying to get these displaced families into permanent, or at least temporary permanent things that look like a community, and that's our goal right now. Plus, being a resource is where food is able to be distributed. Um, we we can't do it without the countless volunteers that have so graciously given their time. I'm talking all night, all day. Uh, it's it's beyond comprehension. The uh, to see people's hearts so yearning to reach out to others. I, I, I'm overwhelmed by it. And we've been thankful that many of the churches across America have responded, friends of mine, they're, they're giving. And uh, if, if, if any in your audience want to give, please encourage them to do so. The needs are very great. We have no idea how great the needs will be. Uh, once everybody's gone, we're here. And so we're asking God to just, we started a fund called the Maui Relief Fund, and uh, they can get to it by just going to kingscathedral.com. And uh, there's a banner, and you just click the banner, it says Maui Relief Fund. And people have been, churches have given, we put the money aside, we're going to be good stewards of every dollar. You know, as well, because you all have raised money for different things. You know, it's crucial that you be a good steward. During this period of time, it's grievous because there are people that take advantage and they do these scams, you know, saying, use the money for what? And I, I've always been very hesitant. I always try to work with people that I know that are going to be good stewards. And so how um, can they here, get, how can they help directly to your church and to your people that everybody, they'll know the will be well taken care of. Yeah, the, the best way to do it, of course, is to give financial resources. Jesse mentioned to me when we were talking about the the uh, effect, the thing that happened there in, in New Orleans, his ministry, he said, one of the things he noticed, he said that the people were getting all the food and stuff from various government groups and various others that were there. He said, but the thing they didn't have is any cash. So Jesse's we started giving away $150 to various people, you know, and and <laughs> that seemed to them to be something of more importance than all the food because they, they felt a somewhat independent, you know, they had some money in their pocket, you know. So I don't know what God's going to do, but I know that right now the needs are huge. So we're asking the Lord to just use the people that have a heart for, for the folks here in Hawaii to be generous and give to the Maui Relief Fund. And I believe God's going to yeah. do something great. I know the body of Christ is going to stand. Amen. And the body of Christ always comes through. We are, like Dr. Morocco said, Jesus's hands extended. Dr. Morocco, we want to pray for you and your church and for those yeah. who we are, are, you are serving and are being served. So Lord God, we thank you right now. Yeah. We thank you that you are meeting the needs of every single person, Lord God. We thank you that yeah. uh, Psalm 34, 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted yeah. and saves those who are crushed in spirit, Lord God. We know that many people have been displaced and they are brokenhearted. We know that these physical events uh, such as this one can crush the spirit, but thank you, God, that you are near. You have promised to never leave your people and you have promised to never forsake them. We pray for the people of Hawaii right now, Lord God. And we know that Romans 8:28 still stands true to this day. For those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to 
his purpose, according to your purpose, Jesus. We thank you for the work that Dr. Morocco is doing in Hawaii, and we pray for the people of Hawaii right now in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, Dr. Morocco, for being with us, and please keep us updated. And I know the body of Christ is going to stand with you as you, it's a devastation is what's happened there beyond anything uh, Hawaii, I think, has ever, ever had before. So God bless you as you do a well, great work around the world. Thank you for the joy of being with you. And uh, God bless you and God bless your ministry. Thank you so much. Dr. James Morocco, live from Hawaii today on our program. Unbelievable devastation. This fire was suddenly, Ricky. That's right. It People was, didn't have warning. It was so, it, it would, it, it moved like a, a mile a minute. Yeah. Yeah. It just whipped through and, and there was a hurricane wind that moved that storm right. and moved that fire. That's right. And these are the kind of event. This is a last day event. Yes, it is. These are the kind of events. They're going to have more. Yeah. That's right. And it's not an hour to be in fear. It's an hour to be informed. Inform what the Bible has predicted. Inform of what Jesus called on Matthew 24 on what would be the signs of his return. Let me give you this prophetic word to set the foundation. This is from David Wilkerson from the book Division. He said, and I quote, weather will be increasingly difficult to forecast. Sudden, wow, there's that word again, mm -hmm. sudden storms will appear without warning. Southernmost regions will be gripped by record cold waves and northern areas will experience record heat waves. We are watching this prophetic word play out, yet the Bible still tells us that this signs must take place. It didn't say you have to understand it. It didn't say you have to debate it. It didn't say you have to ignore it. Instead, he said two things. Keep watch and pray. Keep watch and pray. Why do we keep watch? A watchman's call is never easy. Yet, a lot of people want to prophesy, but they don't want to be watchers. Because when you watch what the Bible says in, in the book of Acts, what you're about to read, it gives you a glimpse that when you watch, you begin to pray for these things. You begin to pray for your family. You begin to pray for preparation. But if these are the signs of the last days, you must keep watch and you must continue to pray. The hour of the watchman is now, the hour of praying. As the watchman watch, watch this. As Pastor Jim watches what things to come will appear on earth, your responsibility, my responsibility after the watchman watches is we move into prayer. Prayer unlocks the dreams, the visions, the wisdom. If you listen to Pastor Morocco, you always said this to us. Pray where God wants you to be. Pray that if you're going through a crisis, does God want you to go left or want you to go right? Amen. Because it is life or death to understand that in this last days, you may be making plans to move into an area that can be devastated by volcanoes, earthquakes, weather. Now, listen, we can't predict anything, 
But I do believe that God gives you a download as a watchman and pray for your family, pray for that city, because fulfillment will take place in these days that we're in. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want you to be prepared for any emergency. And we have online right now the greatest supply of survival food that we've ever had. And you can go to jimbakershow.com and you can buy all the products and you can shop. One of the things that all the experts have told me, money will, will be worthless if the crisis comes and you're going to need something to barter with. You're going to need to be able to say, I'll trade this for what you have. And it's going to be just like a hundred years ago where people bartered with one another. And we now have, we call them Baker's Dozen. And they're 13 packets in each box, different prices, whatever's in the box. But you can get things like buttermilk pancakes, a whole box of them. That box is $34.99. The pancakes are as good as you get at any pancake house. They are delicious. I know you're going to enjoy them. We have bread. 13 packets of bread. Or we have black bean burgers, which make great hamburgers. Or you can make a meatloaf. We've got mac and cheese. Every kid loves mac and cheese. So you can get, a, you know, 13 pouches mac and cheese. And these are reasonably priced. And this is something people are going to love with children. We call it morning moose melt. And you get 13 packets of milk and uh, that's I think $59 and that's 260 servings of milk it is really good we have spaghetti marinara one of my favorites and you can get a box of that I think one of the greatest bargaining tools in the world is going to be coffee and we have our freeze-dried instant coffee baker's dozen dozen packets there's 780 servings in the box i'll tell you what if you want to negotiate i always have my coffee i'll tell you what people that are coffee drinkers they will trade you or they'll probably give you their car to have a packet of coffee but go to my website right now jimbakershow.com and you can go there and order all of these survival foods and our special new Baker's Dozen food boxes. Remember, God loves you. He really does. And now let's get back to the show. Let's look at Acts 2, verses 17 through 20. And I'm going to read it, read it to you. Let's listen to the word. And it says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, God declares that I will pour out of my spirit upon all mankind. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Amen. Ricky. Nana, Amen. you're to prophesy. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. I believe you're already prophesying. Amen. Yes. Right. Amen. We're, we're to tell forth the divine counsel, mm -hmm. and your young men shall see visions. Yes. Divinely granted appearances. And your old men, like me, shall dream divinely suggested dreams, is what the Bible says. Amen. Yes, and on my manservants, also on my maidservants, in those days I will pour out of my spirit. Amen. God has promised. The church is going to be on fire when the world is going to hell. When the world is mocking God, God's people are going to see miracles. They're going to have visions. They're going to be signs and wonders. And they shall prophesy. Amen. This network that you're watching, most of you right now, is the voice of the prophets. Yes. And that's why God said, I want you to build a network for the prophets. And that's why we've built this network. And we're asking you to stand with us because it's been a warfare because the enemy, the devil, hates the word of God. That's right. We're living in an anti-Christ area, era of the, of the world. So we're foretelling forth the divine counsels and predicting future events pertaining especially to God's kingdom. And I will, verse 19, and I will show wonders in the sky above. Oh my. Yeah. And we're seeing and we see it. And it, 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 the, the sun is acting up. Yes, solar flares. The flares are shutting off radios, yeah. signals, and yeah. all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, and in the heavens above, we're going to see signs. We're going to see on earth, we're going to even beneath. There's going to be, that's the earthquake, blood, and fire. Boy, the world is on fire. Yeah. Canada's been on fire. Yes. There's Many. right now in America, I don't, we haven't counted, but I know there's hundreds of fires going on acro across America right that's now. Right. Just so. in Texas, over 230 fires. Arizona, 25 fires. Montana, wow. 22 fires. New Jersey, two fires. New Mexico, 16. Washington, 27. Wow. That gives you an idea of the amount and of fires. And that's one of the signs of the last right. days. Mm -hmm. And verse 20, I'm going on now. It says, the sun shall be turned into darkness, Mondo, and the moon into blood. It'll be like red before the obvious day of the Lord comes. Mm. That great and noble, notable and conspicuous <laughs> and renowned day of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. You know, we're seeing signs of artificial intelligence. Oh, my. Which is developing faster than anyone could ever expect it. We're watching food shortages like never before. Lawlessness. Wow. That, that lawlessness alone tells you where we are in the timeline of the prophetic according to the scriptures economic downturns, sexual perversion, volcanoes, yeah. earthquakes, along with fires, including the one that you, we talked about, the devastating fire in Maui, plus fires that have all 
but destroyed the Northwest right. Territories of Canada, just like you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. And I, I have a report about that because whatever affects Canada ends up affecting the United States. Watch this, and we'll come back and talk some more. We are also following a wildfire emergency in Canada. An entire town is racing to evacuate right now as the flames close in, and Ginger is tracking the very latest. Good morning, Ginger. Good morning to you, Rebecca. The city is Yellowknife, the capital of Canada's Northwest Territories. It's got a population of about 20,000 people, and they got to get everybody out by tomorrow when they anticipate the fire that is far too close for comfort to take over even the highway, the one that goes in and out. So this is one of 250 fires within the Northwest Territories and more than a thousand across Canada. We know they have had an unprecedented season, but this graphic that we're about to show you really puts it into perspective. This is all of the acreage burned to date. Look at 2023, nearly doubling their worst in the last 40 years of history. And so 600% of normal to date, an incredible one. And the impacts here have been smoke and they will be unhealthy air quality, Minnesota, Wisconsin, back into Oregon and parts of Washington state. Wow. wow, did you hear that? I see it. Thousand fires across Canada right wow. now. That's wow. right. Lining up right with the word of God where it says blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Mm. Everything we are seeing today is lining up exactly with the word of God. All 20,000 residents of Yellowknife had to be evacuated. Right. Mm. That's a lot of people. Right. That's right. It is happening all over mm. the world, mm. people. But yeah. there's time for God's people. These are warnings. And, and you, I think that the, the time now is to be prepared. Yeah. That is where you get the comfort and joy and peace of the Lord is knowing that you have prepared ahead of time, knowing that you had a plan. The Bible says clearly, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. If God had a plan for your life, mm -hmm. wouldn't you think that it's okay to have a plan for your family? Because devastation cannot be predicted. Right. Devastation comes suddenly, yet if you find yourself prepared, most people die in the time of panic when something takes place. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to grab. You don't know. And people lose their lives because they don't prepare. You know, we had a doctor here years ago that when you fail to prepare, you fail to what? Yep, when you prepare, you prepare to, to fail. fail. <laughs> yep, Listen, to fail. that right. tells you a lot. That That's why this program prepares you with, you know, products like Lion Energy, with, mm. with products that will save your life. Even if it's, you know, a moment where you, you have to have a moment to think, you know, Lion Energy has partnered with this ministry to be able to bring you a peace of mind knowing that they have produced, you know, products that will help you in a time of need. Products like, you know, the survival um, generator, the fuelless generator is one of the things that we urge you to get prepared. Mm -hmm. And if you have time, go to the website, jimbakershow.com, mm -hmm. because they have made it so affordable in a way that is being financed to you. But they have rolled out what I believe to be one of the best deals that this ministry can give you. And that is to give you not only one but a plethora of options to, for you to be able to prepare. That's Call right. the number right now, 1-385-273-1385. But go to the website, jimbakershow.com, and you, you can take a look at all the products that we have. The Safari LT is on sale right now. 
and being able to know that your family is prepared, you know, it's something that will prepare you when a time of need arises. But make sure that you can visit our affiliate page right now, mm-hmm. jimbakershow.com. Get this products. And if you don't need it for yourself, why don't you do this? Get one today and send it to Maui. Send it to Pastor Morocco. Bless Amen. his ministry. Make sure that people can charge up their phones. People can communicate from, you know, from Maui to the homeland. Yes. You may have all the food. You may have all the generators at home. But what if this time around you get one for someone in Maui, get one for someone in Canada, get one for someone in Texas. We all know someone today. Go to the website right now, jimbakershow.com, and visit the different options on the way you can support this program by having this fuelless generator in your home. Morningside ME fuelless generator is available for you right now. Amen. Let's, let me read some more from the Bible. Let's go on and read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. But understand this, that in the last days will come perilous times of great stress and trouble. Yes. Hard to deal with yeah. is, is the meaning of that. With hard to bear. Mm. Yeah, I- this that's, is where we are, that's people. Right. We've that's been right. talking about it, just you and I at home, right, honey? It's like oh, we just look at each other. I can't and go, even, it's almost I, hard to bear, right? What we're living in. We can't in. even. We, we we don't wonder how in the world anyone who loves God yeah. is going to stay alive in the year to come. Yeah. Yes. You have to, you have it's to, evil. It's it's, it's so beyond, it's so evil that I can't tolerate. The world is. The world. It's, it's right. just the world. It's just so evil. It's just so diabolical. The things so, we love, the world hates. That's exactly. Right. And this next verse you're about to read, this is the reason we are seeing this evil grow. Why? Because people, it says, for people will be lovers of self. Exactly. And utterly self-centered. Mm. That's right. Wow. Instagram. Self Facebook. Yeah. That's right. Twitter. That's it's right. When your focus isn't self, on God. Self, 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 self. Oh, exactly. It is. It's nonstop. And it, it's, it's gone insane. And people are, uh, it says, lovers of money. Mm-hmm. They're, they love money. That's right. And aroused by inordinate, greedy desire for wealth, pride, right. proud, and arrogant, and contemptuous. Boasters, they will be abused, abusive, wow. scoffers, wow. Right. disobedience to parents, ungrateful, unholy, mm. and profane. I feel like you just described 2023 in a yeah. nutshell. I know. Yeah. Totally. Everything we see online, everything we see on the internet, all these videos we see, I feel like you are just describing that, but you're just reading the Word of God. That's yeah. the Bible. Yeah. That's, right. what, that's why I'm begging you. To get your Bible out and yeah. read it every day. Yes. And, yeah. and if you'll read it every day, you're going to read where we are right now. Right. That's right. You know, people say, well, I want to hear the voice of God. I need to hear the voice of God. Yes. And I said, well, open up your Bible and That's read right. it out loud. Amen. You will hear yeah. the voice of God. <laughs> he gave good. us a more That's sure good. word. That is the word of God, our true roadmap for this vapor of a life that we live. Yes. Thank you, Lord. That's how I hear the voice of God. Amen. Yes. It's from the word. Amen. And he speaks to me. Because I know his word. Right. Yes. And, and he, he, he will speak to me through his word. And this next verse, uh, what, 
if you guys, are you reading along? I'm yeah. reading along with you right here. <laughs> <laughs> Verse 3, it is, they will be without natural, means human affection. Mm -hmm. They'll be without natural affection. That's is right. that not this generation? Yeah. That's yes. right. We have people out here, you know. Uh, Come on. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm, I'm going nuts. No, I'm good. I'm glad you said it. We have people out here who are, are having intimate relationships with AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah. People are paying monthly subscriptions to have an intimate relationship with a computer. That, if, if that's not a, an unnatural affection, I don't know what is. Wow. Are you saying they're having sex with a computer? Virtual. Yep, that's right. It's, it's virtual sex. They're paying an online subscription so that this virtual thing, this AI, this artificial intelligence can tell them the things that they want to hear, which are typically very twisted, very dark things. And right. emotional. Right. emotional. You know, one that's of the right. greatest things that the experts are warning that will become what the scripture says, what you just mentioned, a natural affection, is that they're building relationships with mm. artificial intelligence. That's not natural. And, and in school, right now, I've been watching on, on recently, just on, on, mm -hmm. on television, the news is saying about the schools, they, they don't want the parents to decide if the child could have a sex change. That's right. They want the child, a child that's not ready to make that kind of right. decision, that that child can begin a sex change. They start with giving them shots and mm -hmm. hormones and all those kinds of things. That's right. And this is what is going on in our world. It is unnatural. That's yeah. right. That's what the Bible says. Not a natural. It's inhuman. Inhuman, callous, relentless, emitting mm. uh, wow. uh, no truce or appeasement. There will be slanders, the Bible goes on to say, false accusers, troublemakers, uh, intemperate, loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled and fierce haters of good. That's Ooh. right. This is where we are right now. Yeah. They will be uh, treacherous, betrayers. Mm-hmm. Rash, I'm giving you Bibles from the Word, and inflated with self-conceit. That's right. Is that not this generation? Yes, you know, this started off with saying they'll be lovers of themselves, and it ended by saying they'll be lovers of themselves. Because, uh, brother and sister, I'll tell you this right now. Any time that you take God off the throne, something else has to take its place, and it's you. You will take the place. And if you're sitting on the throne, I'll tell you right now, you are not going to make the right choices. God has to be solely on the throne. There is nobody on his same tier. There is nobody on his level. He is the overseer of everything. You have to make sure that he is guiding every step, every word, every thought. Because if not, you will go down a wrong path. Wide is the path that will lead you to hell. And you don't want to spend eternity there. Why? It's not even uh, the burning and the gnashing of teeth that will be the most devastating thing of hell, brother and sister. I'll tell you right now, what it will be is the fact that you are eternally separated from the Father who loved you That's more right. than anything else. Wow. That's it, right there, Ricky. I'm going to go on. There'll be more. There, there will be lovers of sensual pleasures mm -hmm. and vain amusements. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just describing what's going on. Yeah, that's, just, I mean, the Bible is describing right. what's happening right now. They, they are wanting to love these evil things more than 
the being lovers of God. Right. That's right. They That's put these the things Bible on their throne. For although they hold a form of piety, mm -hmm. that means form of true religion. That's right. They deny and reject it and are strangers to the power of God. Wow. Their conduct believes the no. genuineness of their profession. Avoid all such people, the Bible says. Turn away from them. That's right. Is mm. what the Bible says. Mondo? You know, man, I, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I got to go back to David Wilkerson to what he prophesied. Because what he prophesied in 1973 is echoing what you're reading right now. Listen to this. The Bible clearly predicts that the world will apparently go out of control. That cities will become unimaginable. And that countries will be un ungovernable. People well, will begin listen, to... That's now, Mondo. Yeah. Right it's, now. It's really what is. you're describing. It's is, no, but look at look what's going on in the major cities. France, for example. They're, but they're, they're going, they're, they're, they're robbing from stores. Right. Yeah. One store the had over a million store. dollars mm -hmm. of jewelry stolen. Just, they're just going, bam. The lawlessness. Yes. Absolutely. The, the, the fine uh, clothing stores. Yeah. $100,000 worth of merchandise stolen one or maybe mm. two or three minutes. Unbelievable. He said people will begin to reject God completely. Mankind will become greedy and materialistic. There will be troublemaking rebels taking over institutions, and people in the midst of this crisis will be enjoying themselves in every evil way imaginable. Normal times will disappear, and there will appear the addict, the prostitute, the homosexual, mm. the thief, and the street gang killers. Everything that you describe is an echo of 1973. That's amazing wow. that he wrote that. How could that be? How could that, when you really think back, guys, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, where was I in 73? Where was I? Look, when you think about where you were in 1973, okay, right. if you were alive, it kind of freaks you out to think that David Wilkerson, it, that he, God gave him this. Okay. In the book, The Vision, years and years and years before we're actually living it out. Now, I can tell you, we really thought, I think, in the, in the late 60s and then in the 70s and some of the 70s, and um, that we thought we were in the last days. You know, we thought Jesus was coming back you know, real soon. We would say it all the time, you know, preach it all the time. But, but he literally, this is why. Yeah. Right. He said, listen he, to this. They will be hot-headed, puffed up with uh, betrayal. They will betray their friends. They will be hot-headed, puffed up with pride, <laughs> and will prefer good times to worshiping God. Listen to this. No. They will become lovers of pleasure. <laughs> More than lovers of God. He's preaching the word. What you just read. That's right. It's an echo. We are also seeing what you just mentioned, that the continuing of lawlessness, mm -hmm. the beautiful mall that we used to go in Glendale, yes. being robbed. Yeah. People are just standing by watching people yeah. just looted. A store there had over a million dollars of jewelry stolen in just a few minutes. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I think we need to remind people that these are the days that you're preaching about. These yes. are the last, these are signs of the last days. I really believe that the more we show you, the more you can pray about what's happening right now. Remember, watch and pray. 
that's what the scriptures are calling yes. for. Yes. And, yes. and if we have yes. time, I want to run this video to show you what is taking place in America. You just read the scripture. And if you don't believe we are living in those days, watch this and pray as you watch. Uh, a number of Democrat-run sanctuary cities are now begging for help from the federal government. If you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Our resources are stretched thin. It's not just New York, it's the country at a whole is right. dealing with this border issue. And again, solving the problem through dollar bills is not the answer. Starting at midnight tonight, the Sheriff's Department will no longer detain people for crimes such as theft shoplifting, drug use, vandalism, battery, and a whole host of other non-serious, non-violent crimes that affect the quality of life of people here in Los Angeles County. We're talking about cashless bail, reforms uh, to the uh, criminal justice system that prioritize criminals over the innocent victims. And we're talking about a continuous demoralizing and defunding police movement that's having terrible repercussions on our communities. No one is safe, and it's not just New York City and Long Island. Imagine having a business down here. I'm a business owner. I couldn't imagine um, the customers to my business having to come through all this chaos just to support my business. So you can see as far down as you can see these businesses are closed. There might be one or two open. Um, within six months, chances are they're going to be closed also. That's usually what happens around here. But they have to come out every single day and clean up numerous times, needles, vomit, feces, bodies, um, where you'll see a lot of the businesses, they'll end up throwing, you know, soapy water on the ground just so it's wet and it's not a place that's comfortable to sit down. Every time someone's being let out on the street again and again, they're doing a disservice and they're pretty much saying that these victims' traumas were in vain. They're out here on these streets committing murders after murders because no one is held accountable. Uh, groups of people organizing that they were gonna join uh, forces on Oxford Street here in London and basically ransack uh, the streets and, and try and loot whatever it was that they wanted to get their hands on. I'm showing you some of the footage now. And I look at that and to me, it, it looks like groups of kind of feral animals. They're charging from one side of the street uh, en masse, charging to the other side. I cannot imagine how frightening it must have been. We had one side of the political aisle for years telling the country that those guys right there were the bad guys. Mm -hmm. They're the bad guys. They're the problem. We need less of them. When you create that type of environment, then certain types of people start to believe that it's okay to dispense with those lies, to challenge them, uh, to tell their kids that they're the bad guys. That's what a culture of lawlessness looks like. Wow. So what do we do? Do we hide ourselves under a rock? No. No. Absolutely not. We put on the whole armor of God. Yes. Amen. And we run towards the rock, yes. towards Jesus. Yes. And after doing everything, that's what I do. I pray, I give it to God. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's and it. then I commit it to God, yes. and he says he will bring it to pass. Yes, amen. Yes. That's what he says. Pray saying. every night, amen. Every amen. day, all day long. So if we've done all, we stand. <laughs> that's, that's right. Amen. That's what we do, we stand. That's what you the have Bible a scripture says. you want me to? Well, I do have a scripture that, just going back just a little bit here, 
um, to 2 Timothy 4. If you go back here and you read it, this is from the modern um, English version. And mm -hmm. for the time will come when people will not endure sound doctrine. That's right. Okay. So we're, we're kind of at that time right now. Right. We're, we're starting to, right now. We are right now. Okay. Right. They're, yes. they're starting not to endure sound doctrine, but they will gather to themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires, right. having itching ears, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn to myths, but be self-controlled in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist and prove your ministry. Amen. Amen. The thing is that we all have that opportunity to be an evangelist yeah. right now, right. whether it's with your little children at home, your little grandchildren, mm -hmm. whether That's it's with it. your spouse, whether it's with somebody you meet at the grocery store, at the checkout. You never know, just by a smile on your face. And, and maybe you could be having the worst day you could imagine. There's many times I've sat up here on this set having a really rough day, you know, I mean, just really. But, but it's what you go back to what Mondo said at the beginning of the show. You know, when you find yourself going through something, you, you got to get out of yourself. And really, that is where the healing comes. Yeah. And you Amen. serve others. You help others, whatever they're going through. That's right. And not focus in on me, 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 me all the time. God's, God's got you. He's, he's got you. He'll never, ever, ever leave you. He'll never, never, never forsake you. That's right. I believe everybody that loves the Lord needs to have mental preparedness. I do too. Yeah. To Very know much. what the Bible says yes. and to know that the world's coming apart. Right. And your only hope is in Jesus That's right. Christ. Amen. That's right. And, uh, you know, our house, I shouldn't say it, but Lori doesn't like me telling the word, but we have a whole basement full of survival food because mm -hmm. we believe in being prepared. Yes, you do. And if you go to our website, you can you can order the food, and like, we have generators like Lion that Energy come right to your house. Exactly. That's right. All the products there on on the website. Our affiliate programs. Our affiliate programs are a wonderful thing, as you can see on the screen. Uh, you can go and, and shop a variety of things, and the reason we do this for you is so that you have the ability to get products at a discount because we have some with these people, but also it goes right from the manufacturer to you, but it goes also to keep the PTL television network on the air. And I want to say right now, if you're looking through this thing of, uh, of uh, affiliate programs and you're saying, you know what, I actually don't see anything on here that I need, but I want to give to the PTL television network, yes. we are absolutely still standing with you in faith for your family, and we know that you are standing in faith with us that we will continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to call on the name of the Lord, but we still need your support to be able to do that. We want to be able to broadcast the true gospel, a gospel that isn't tampered down, that isn't censored, that isn't uh, pushed down so that it can be user-friendly. You know what? Uh, people may not like the message, but I'll tell you right now, the Bible says in uh, the last days, it'll be like it was in the days of Noah, a time so treacherous that the Lord said, you know what? I need to wipe out the earth. But you know what? We are growing closer and closer to that time, but God is still faithful. At the beginning of this show, Mondo was talking about the word suddenly. 
And I, I hear the Lord, I'm speaking to somebody who's watching this show right now. Yes, the devil will come at you suddenly. Suddenly, there will be health problems in your life. Suddenly, there will be financial issues that arise. Suddenly, family will betray you. But even in a greater yeah. capacity, suddenly, God will begin to heal your body. Yeah. Suddenly, Amen. God will provide for every you, single Lord. need that you have. And suddenly, he'll begin to restore oh. broken homes. So yes. believe that, yes, yes, the devil will bring Lord. things up suddenly. Suddenly, life will hit you. But no, suddenly, that our God yes. will hit back life even yes. harder Amen. in the name of Jesus. Call upon the name of the Lord. It's inconsistent to want to spend eternity with God but have no time for him here on this mm. earth. Please open your Bible, pray, yes. and get Amen. to know God on a more intimate level. Mm. Amen. Ask Jesus into your heart. Yes. You know, it doesn't hurt to make sure you're right with God yeah. every single day. <laughs> yes. Amen. That's right. I, I just God. believe in yes. keeping short accounts That's with it. God. I believe that you should make sure nothing comes between you and God. And I'm not going to give up now. No. Amen. So Amen. if you don't know Jesus, just ask him into your heart. He'll come in. Trust him. Delight in him. Yes. Give all your cares to him. He says, cast all your cares on him. He says, if you'll give you, you, you trust me, he says, I'll take care of it. Amen. Just cast your cares on him today. Let Jesus come into your heart. He'll forgive you of your sins. Yes. He'll give you peace in the midst of this wicked, wicked day that we're living in. To say, Jesus, come into my yes. heart. Yes, Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Yes. I'm yours, God. Yes, God. Cover me with the blood of Jesus. I pray this, Father God, in Jesus' name. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The name that's above all names. Yes. Amen. His name is Jesus. Amen. He loves you so very, very much. Amen. 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 You started today off with Acts chapter 2, and I'm going to finish it off with Acts chapter 2. It says, The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. But listen to this. Before the coming and the great day and the awesome day of the Lord, yes. it shall come to pass that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be, be saved, saved, period. Amen. It's a non-negotiable. You shall be saved. Amen. That's them. That's Amen. you. That's everybody. Amen. Amen. God's promises are true. Amen. Yes. Amen. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.